Hi everyone, welcome to my caramel romance. My name is Noren. Thank you for joining me today. Hey, if you don't know me, you're gonna get to know me in this episode. And if you do, I'm sorry that you know me and you're clicked into this episode, but I appreciate you listening and thank you so much for your support. I just hope you probably don't click out in the next you know, 30 seconds. But anyway, I'll be going through what exactly um, is a long distance relationship because I'm in one, um, how I got into one, as well as you know some perks and you know the silver lining to this crazy concept of a long distance relationship. And lastly, I'll kind of delve into why it isn't for every single person. So let's get into it. All right, let's turn the clock back to 2017, a year where things were simpler and there was no COVID-19 and everyone did whatever the heck they wanted without a mask. Um, Well, times were much simpler back then. Um, I was actually a student at RMIT University in Melbourne, Australia. So just, um, you know, if you really have no idea who I am and you're actually listening to this, I'm, um, I'm actually from Singapore. I mean, I'm based in Singapore still, which is why there's I'm in a long distance relationship. But anyway, um, just so it's clear, I actually did um, part of my degree in Singapore in the last half, uh, I guess the last quarter in um, in Australia. So that is why I was there for six months and not for like three years or whatever. When I went to Melbourne, I was actually in a relationship um, with somebody who was in Singapore. However, I realized that after being there for some time and having the same fight like a million times, I, I got the I got the ache. So whatever the person did, whatever the person kind of said or anything, I was just, I, I could not do it anymore and I felt really, really bad and I was just not in a good place. So um, we broke things off and I eventually went on dates when I was there. So before I met my boyfriend, I was going out with a few of other people, uh, I guess a few other guys and um, just nothing really sparked for me. And I thought that, okay, you know, I'm, I guess I was 22, I guess 22, I was like, I'm in the, I'm in the prime of my prime of my life I'm like let's go out and explore and let's go and meet people and um, nobody really kind of connected with me on an emotional level um, and kind of mentally it was just very like you know it wasn't working that was when I met my partner um, T let's just call him T because I don't he has no idea that I'm, I'm even talking about our relationship on a podcast or even making it a topic so I don't want him to get mad if I actually say his real name even though um, I'm sure some of you listening would probably know who I'm talking about though um, for the sake of his privacy let's just call him T when I met T you know he was really different from everybody else he he really was and I'm not and it sounds really cliche but on our first date we kind of we had we had lunch and um, I'm Malay, so that okay. Just I'm, I love my chili and I love 
Asian food. So we went to an Indonesian place and we had like noodles and he tried to impress me by eating a lot of chili but then he choked as he was eating it. I thought that was hilarious so I thought it was really cute of him to try and impress me that way. Then we went uh, we went to walk around the city and if you've been to Melbourne, the city is really beautiful. We walked all the way to Botanic Gardens and then we sat and we had a coffee and then um, yeah, he just completely respected me, my space and my boundaries and everything and for I don't know about I don't know about other girls but for me like for a guy who really respects my boundaries and everything kind of <laughs> makes me more attracted to that person because you know that no matter what they won't force you into anything they won't push you they won't push your button so I thought that was really gentlemanly of him and you know fast forward um, a few months into us dating you know we became exclusive we didn't really um, date anyone else after our date which I find kind of amazing you know and I, I obviously trusted him when he said that he wasn't dating anybody else. And by the end of it, I was graduating school. Um, and yeah, I finished uni and um, we had to say goodbye. Which was really hard, I think. That was one of the um, the first taste I've had of a long-distance relationship because he he obviously stays in Melbourne or, you know in Australia and I stay in Singapore so I had to go back because obviously my my visa was done my student visa was finished and and so I went back we were away for a few months um, from 2017 2018 and I think I went back again in 2018 um, because I actually have a um, I have a job like I'm kind of working for a a um, an Australian company so it was I was really lucky that um, when I was studying there I was able to make connections and uh, by connections I mean somebody I knew recommended me to a company and I was really lucky because um, the employer that I'm with is actually really really nice and I did kind of fly back and forth for a while for um, meeting um, like special meetings and whatnot so I was back a few times in 2018 and every time I'm back I'll, I'll be back for a few weeks and we would spend a lot of time back then and then in 2019 I got a work and holiday visa which allowed me to stay in Melbourne for a whole year um, and I did, so obviously, you know, our relationship grew even more during that time. And I came back in 2020, in February, and I'm still in Singapore. So that's where we're at. I've been together with my partner, T, for um, over three years now. And we are pretty stable. We're, we're really happy and Yep, this is this is the the shit part about being in a long distance relationship is being away from the person you love. But I think having uh, a partner that understands you, that supports you, that is willing to go the extra mile for you, like he's um, T has made trips to Singapore several times, 
you know, and I've obviously, you know, been to Melbourne back and forth and the fact that he's willing to put in that same um, amount of effort to kind of, you know, meet my family, meet my friends, it means a lot to me. And not just that, I think the way he is when he's away and when he's with me kind of shows that kind of kind of proves to me that he is a partner that I want for life so being in a long distance relationship where you have that stability is great even though um, there are times where things obviously get hard because you're away so yep I hope that kind of clears up my long distance relationship and the situation I'm in right now so I guess actually the um the reason why I am not in Melbourne is because obviously COVID. I have applied for a visa that was actually more permanent, you know, because it would be something that I have applied with my boyfriend. It's called a de facto visa, where you can apply it with a an, an Australian resident that you're in a long-term committed relationship with but you're not married and you're actually supposed to get that kind of approval I think just six months like a I guess pre-approval or something like that six months after you apply and then you know probably a more full approval of your visa slash PR I think I'm not I'm not entirely sure because it's just been months since I've applied for it I did apply for it in April like I submitted my application in April, but until um until I guess things with COVID clear up and uh, until the borders are open, there's really nothing that I can do. So that's 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 the big bummer because <laughs> I'm right here in Singapore and he's over there. But we do talk every day, and I think it helps that we have constant communication. And thank you to technology for making all of this possible, even though it's you know it's not ideal. So, I think I'll also continue this with, um, right, how I decided to get into one. I don't think there's anybody out there who kind of wakes up and thinks, wow, I'm just gonna, you know, I'm just gonna get into a long distance relationship because it's, oh my god, it's so dreamy. I, I don't think anyone has kind of woken up and, and thought that way. You know, I, I feel like because with, you know, with technology and with a lot of, like, I guess, dating apps, dating websites, even, like, games, you know, or just sites that you can chat to people from all over the world. Um, the fact that there are so many long-distance relationships out there because there's just so many ways to get into one. Okay, I'm clearly not explaining myself properly, but what I did want to say was that everybody has their own reason forgetting into a long distance relationship but I don't think anyone wakes up wanting to get into one because it's not I guess an easy route to a, a happy life with someone so for me I only really I guess realized <laughs> realized that I was in a long distance relationship was when I kind of fell in love with my partner when I was in Melbourne the first time you know, in 2017, and having to say goodbye to someone, 
and not know when I'll see them again is I think the most difficult decision I've ever had to make in my whole adult life. And I had to make it again in February when I came back because I didn't know when I'll see him again. You know, which is weird because you've you've been with somebody for so long, you know, from I guess twenty seventeen all the way to now and okay. And I know that, you know, when I say long it is um definitely perspective but because for me I've not really been in a relationship that's really long like for me being in a two year relationship is long to me that's like wow I'm committed you know whereas there are people out there who's been in like you know five years eight years relationship but they're not married yet because they've been you know they're like high school sweethearts or something whereas it's not the same for me because I've I've just been dating around and you know I've never really found somebody that I could commit to that long you know, until I found I found T. So, yeah. Um. So, it was hard for me to say goodbye to somebody without knowing when I'll see them again, especially when you're so far away. And I think the moment, you know, where you fall in love with someone and then to not see them, but you still love them the same way. That's when I kind of realized I was like, shit, I'm in a long distance relationship. Like, this is it. Like, you know, I would, you know, I would only get this person for certain times of the year, or I would only, you know, be with this person. Um, I, I mean, I would only miss. I would be missing special occasions without this person. I mean, I'll be missing special occasions with the person because they won't be with me. So it's definitely a different uh, dynamic to a relationship. It, you know, it adds that layer of complexity that you won't think you would have, you know, in a relationship. That, well, I, I, I myself didn't foresee that for mine. So, yep, I guess you just... You just get into one when you find a person that it's worth going through all that trouble with. And uh, and when I say trouble, I I just mean, you know, the hardships of being in a long-distance relationship. And I, I guess I could kind of go into depth about it, but it would make this episode way too sad. So I would just leave it at that. I feel while being in a long-distance relationship is hard, I think... If you find the right person to do it with, and I guess this applies to any relationship, if you find the right person to do it with and somebody that's equally as committed and honest and transparent with you, whether whether you're physically together or not, you can do anything and you can, I guess, overcome anything. And that's what I truly believe in. <laughs> okay, so... I guess that kind of wraps up the part where I talk about my own long-distance relationships. So so in the next part, I'll be talking about the silver linings. And let me tell you, there are a couple, okay, you know, yeah, sure, I might have days where I'm crying in bed and being really sad, but there are just, you know, there are silver linings. So I'll talk about that next. Alright, I think the very first advantage of being in a long-distance relationship is that you get to see if 
your partner is somebody that you can trust. I think if you get to try out, you know, if you get to basically test the person that you're with and see if they're a trustworthy person, I think that makes for a pretty solid foundation of a relationship. You know, you get confident about your relationship. You get a sense of security that is probably priceless. And, you know, being in a long-distance relationship kind of makes you confront your insecurities. You know, I've actually been, you know, dating, you know, I when I used to date, I had somebody who kind of broke up with me. And the next day, that very same person got together with somebody else. So in my head, I think that person cheated on me. And I kind of have always been a bit wary about somebody's intentions whenever you're dating because you have to make sure that that there's that trust there and that goes for any relationship you know you don't have to be in a long distance relationship to know that trust is important but when you're actually in one you get the chance to kind of try out and road test it you know see whether it's safe see whether you can keep your imagination in check whether you can eventually you know not have to worry about this person kind of doing anything behind your back so that's a good thing about long distance you know you get to see you get to build that trust definitely if that trust is built over time and that person really loves you you don't have to worry about this and this is like a it's like just imagine a checklist of or I guess for me, you know, a checklist of what I think would be good for a relationship, trust is definitely one of those. So if you get to take that off, kudos to you, you're on the right track. And the next thing is, you know, being in an LDR, okay, I realize saying long distance relationship is it's gonna mess me up because <laughs> it's so hard to say. So I'll just say LDR like, you know, because it's, cause it's just easier, you know. So being in an LDR, you get to learn how to communicate and resolve conflict. You know, being in being in LDR, you 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 don't really have much to do except talk all the time. You don't play games. You know, you don't say stuff like "I'm fine," and then expect your partner to know that you're angry. Because I think that <laughs> that actually still happens to me and my boyfriend, but. I think he knows me well enough that, you know, I don't, I think it's just from the way you speak. So, here's an example, like, if I spend the whole day sounding a certain way, like, I'll just say, yeah, I'll say, okay, I'll say, sure, you know, I'll, I'll like, alright, baby, you know, okay, that's, that's a bit too much info, okay, I will just, please forget that. You know, and then the next moment, you start saying, like, yes, full stop. Or like, K, you know, just the letter K, full stop, you know. That, <laughs> that's an example of bad communication. Because if you're upset, you should tell your partner, you should not say those things. But, you know, there are times where, you know, you, you, you just get so mad. Or you just get so upset that, or even annoyed that you don't, you don't have the emotional capacity to explain. So even if you do those things, and I am guilty of them, it's okay because you learn and you kind of work through it. Obviously, it can't happen every week, 
So that's something you have to keep in mind because if it does, then clearly something is wrong or, you know, there might be something deeper, I guess I would say a deeper issue happening that you might not be aware of. So even if you and your partner kind of experience like misunderstandings and hurt feelings and fights and, you know, whatever, at some point of your relationship, especially in in an LDR, like, definitely takes more skill and trust to kind of go through these challenges you know you can't just I guess you know if you're fighting and you're in the same country and you maybe maybe even if you live an hour away from each other even a you can't expect a person to kind of like drive I mean I guess you I guess there's a possibility of your boyfriend or whoever you know driving an hour to come and surprise you with flowers or something but you know, in I guess my exact um, situation, I would basically have to swim 8,000 kilometers to even apologize, or maybe he has to swim, and I don't think he's a good swimmer, I've seen his, I've seen him swim, and it's, it's not great, um, <laughs> yeah, luckily I'm not revealing his name here, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, so, because we can actually be physically together, or even, you know, you can't even hug after that. You can't even hug after a fight. So you have to learn how to address it and how to resolve all your problems and, you know, whatever issues you have over distance. And I think that really takes a lot of, you know, reflection and maturity and, you know, a level of understanding between the two of you to kind of even, you know, get to this stage. So it does... It does get easier over time, you know, I'm someone who's been in a long distance, <laughs> okay, I said the word, okay, I'll just, I'll just have to finish it, a long distance relationship for three years, it's something that does get easier over time, but it, the part where I guess it hits me the most is not being able to, to kind of give that person a hug, to say like, you know, sorry for making you angry, or even, yeah, let's just go and get, I don't know, an ice cream together or something, you know, you can't do those things, so having to learn how to communicate and resolve these issues would definitely kind of make things, um, I guess I would say, kind of make you more prepared to, to deal with serious challenges when you're in person you know bigger challenges in the future whether it's like buying a house you know um, getting married all these things they you know having to work on these skills right now would definitely help you further down that's why that's what I see as well for me because I think having to kind of go through all these fights and um, whatever misunderstandings that we have it definitely it will definitely improve I guess our situation for whatever future challenges that we have which are probably bigger and more serious than the ones we have now which is you know me kind of scolding him for spending too much money on games or you know just anything that's (laughs) kind of more trivial right the next silver lining that I want to talk about is that when you're in an LDR, you don't really spend much time together. I mean, you do when you're talking online and you're kind of um, playing games together online or whatever. Like, the, I guess that kind of qualifies as spending time together. But I mean, the the time that you actually spend physically together, you know, whenever you're 
doing things like going to the beach, you know, going going to get groceries or or anything that kind of becomes more special than anything else. And I I say it because I I really feel that way like when I was in Melbourne and we would just be I don't know driving to the closest um McDonald's drive-through and getting I don't know getting fries getting like ice cream or whatever it feels like a privilege even that we could that we can do that because simple things become special when you're in an LDR I always save the time that I spend with my boyfriend and the feeling of gratefulness has never gone away. I think since the very start, whenever we do something or whenever I'm in the country, you know, I'm I'm there and he's here, every moment feels kind of feels really good. <laughs> whether whether it might seem mundane, you know, like I don't know, even yeah, even like just walking, like walking in the park or like I don't know, I'm just thinking of the most the the most boring thing out there, whether it's like even going to the library, you know, whether it's watching a movie, you know, things like that. To me it's like, wow, I wish I could do this every day. I, I mean I wish I wish I could do it all the time with this person because, you know, yeah, you, you you don't get to do it all the time when you're you're in an LDR. You you, the time that we spend together becomes, you know, so much more special. And I really really appreciate every single minute. So, you know, to all of the couples or you know, who are in a relationship and you get to see each other every week or twice a week, you know, you're one of the lucky ones. And okay, let's see what else. What else would be great? Um, ah, right. Okay. So, just writing off that previous point. When you're in an LDR, you try to make every moment special. And, you know, like I said, like, all the mundane things that maybe an everyday couple would feel like, yeah, it's alright, like, yeah, so what? Yeah, we do this or whatever. You can, I guess when you're, um... I guess because when you spend so little time together, you try to put in more effort and make the time more special. So, so for example, like when he's here, you know, I try to, I try to become a tourist with him and and do all the things that, um, I basically have already done, <laughs> but I would want him to experience just because, I want to make the mo- the moments that we have, more memorable and something that we both can really really kind of treasure whereas you know when um yeah we I guess try to make every thing count you know make everything a positive um experience in our relationship just because we don't we're not together all the time um yeah we also, I guess, and I guess now just to wrap things up, and I won't really advocate, you know, I say being in a being in an LDR is the best for this reason, but this, I guess, the next reason that I'm saying would um would really be just kind of like oh, 
you can actually do this when you're in a long distance and and the reason is you have more time to kind of pursue your passions and your interests like look at me i've started a podcast and it might be a disaster in the end but the fact that is when you're living far apart from your loved one you know you you have time to do your own things and i'm not saying that that's the best thing or the worst thing but it 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 just so happens that you know you do have more time because you're not you're not having to kind of um i guess be with that person every single minute nor do you have to um like okay, like you just you just basically have extra time you know you can either read more books do something creative and just know that even if you are investing your time and passion um into doing into i guess pursuing an interest it doesn't mean that you're betraying your partner you're just trying to be a more well-rounded and happier person for me like you know this point is is both um i guess a silver lining in terms of the fact that hey i get to kind of see what else I can do or do other things that I really enjoy but I also kind of do it as a way to distract myself from feeling sad sometimes because you know it does take a toll on you being an LDR but I suppose having the freedom to explore and be creative and you know whether it's you know creating a podcast or writing a blog or learning how to play an instrument you know putting more t- putting some time into these things kind of helps me i guess helps me cope with being away from my loved ones so it might be something that you can do if you are in an LDR or if let's say your partner is really busy and maybe you've not really had time to meet you know exploring other things and interests or passions isn't isn't a isn't a hundred percent bad thing it's something that you can do you know just so you can still develop as a person at the same time yep and (laughs) that concludes the silver linings of being in a long distance relationship i hope i didn't ramble on too long for this part and um yeah i guess uh i guess we'll just going to why it isn't for everyone in the next section so stay tuned now we're on to the very last section of my podcast i'm gonna talk about why a long distance relationship is not for everyone okay so i'm just going off based on my experience and what I feel would be a, I guess, suitable candidate for a long-distance relationship is somebody who is already, I guess, a whole person. Hmm, how do I explain this? But you know what people say, you know, when they say, oh, you can't be in a relationship if you don't, if you're not like a whole person, like if you're just 50% of a person. And the other person and the other person is a f- another fifty percent, and both of you make it a hundred. Like that should not be the way. Both of you should each be a hundred, and then you come together and you're just kind of two 
whole people living lives and growing together and that's what I feel would be a good relationship and I think that fact or I guess that that kind of dynamic in a relationship is even more important in an LDR because you have to be independent and you have to be strong you know emotionally mentally and also you have to trust that person enough to know that even if you're miles away that person will still be there for you in any way that they can I think being in a relationship we are dependent on that on the other person and we are I guess always leaning on that person but in an LDR you kind of have to lean and also stand on your own two feet sometimes you know you can't uh, I guess for me like you know when I'm having a bad day and all I want to do is to kind of meet my boyfriend and kind of give him a hug and just kind of like cry about it or whatever and I and I can't exactly do that so I would just kind of suck it up and I want to say hide my true <laughs> intentions but kind of deal with it in a way that I can still function as a person the next day so even if that means like oh I get to talk to him on the phone and maybe I get to talk about it then I, w- I would have to kind of tell myself that that should be enough for now that should you know and if and if like say that's not enough I have to find ways to kind of go through it anyway because if I'm truly committed and I truly love that person that I'm in an LDR with, I have to go through it. So it obviously sucks, but I I feel like it is all worth it in the end if you truly find somebody that you connect with. So at times I do feel very lucky that I have found someone. And at times I ask myself, what the hell am I doing in my life? You know, why, why couldn't I find some some guy in Singapore and just, you know, let's just, let's just go, you know, let's just get our BTO, let's just get our, let's just get married, let's just get engaged now, like, please forget that part. Um, I am obviously too exhausted to <laughs> edit it out since you're gonna, you're gonna hear it. Um, but you know, like, I, I, I ask myself this question sometimes and I, I do it jokingly um, with my partner, T. <laughs> it's just funny that I call him T. You know, but I sometimes wonder, you know, why. But I don't really wonder for long because there is, you know, I've I've not met one person that even holds a candle to my boyfriend now. I think he is just such a wonderful person and such a unique person that that I'm I'm just eternally grateful that I found him in the first place. You know. Even if it's not somebody here, even though I'm not taking the easier path to being in a happy relationship, like, I think that's okay. I think everybody has their own path. Everybody has their own person. And clearly mine just happens to be 8,000 kilometers away from me. And that's okay. Not everything in life is perfect. Not everything is going to be laid out perfectly so you know what even if that person for you is not physically with you and it's miles and miles away that's just life and i feel like it's better to have someone that you can connect with someone that you love rather than not having one at all 
So look at it as, you know, the glass half full. You have someone who loves you, who's committed to you. And if you are in a place where you are okay with that, I think that's fine, you know. I feel like the reason why I say, I guess the main reason why I say LDR is not for everyone is because it can get really painful and exhausting and draining even if you're not in the right place. If you have, you know, already, I guess maybe if you're in a situation where you don't have even the financial capacity to even visit someone or if you are struggling with, with I guess, other issues at that point of time and you physically need someone or you just prefer to have someone with you or I guess near you enough so that you can see them then LDR might not be right for you but it doesn't mean that you're just you're less of a person it just means that you are you, you just need something else you know everyone deserves to be happy in their own way and if LDR is the way for you to be happy, then nothing should stop you. And you should definitely not give up if you're in if you if you're in it for the long haul and if you're in it with somebody who is as committed to it as you are. I guess that kind of goes for any relationship. So if you're in a relationship and things are hard and you know, you might not be in the right place for it it's always good to reflect and kind of see is this person making me happy is this person the right one for me I think that constantly I guess uh, I guess the constant awareness of your relationship and knowing where the other person is at would definitely help you a lot in kind of understanding your future with this person so wherever you are, even if you're single, even if you're, if you've just broken up, or if you're in a relationship, or if you're in an LDR, if you're, if you're just looking for someone, just look, just remember to love yourself first before you love anybody else, because that will make things much easier, and that would help make things clearer when you actually find the right person. I hope that makes sense. If that doesn't, I'm sorry. I'll try to be clearer next time. We've come to the very end of the podcast. I just want to say thank you so much for listening and hearing me talk about long distance relationships to no end and also mispronouncing a bunch of words probably. Um, long distance relationship is uh, it's a real mouthful. So... I've definitely taken note for next time. If I ever speak about it again, I'm definitely gonna refer to it as something else or just write the acronym. Thank you for your time. Um, you're listening to my caramel romance. I hope to entertain you guys again soon. Till next time. <laughs>